testing testing microphone mic check one two one two mic check <laughs> hi it's been a long time here hi how are you doing how has it been you're welcome to another exciting interesting intriguing episode of stories by for like me i've missed you all so so much i've missed doing this and i'm so excited we can do this again i'm back with another interesting gist another interesting topic and i'm so grateful to god that we can do this today well i've been in hibernation let's just call it hibernation at least on this platform and what I'll say is, it's just good for us to know our seasons and know what God is saying per season. I just suddenly did not have words or what to say on this particular platform. And even though I was sharing and I was, you know, still doing one or two things on my other platforms, this particular platform I had nothing to... The words were not coming and I've learned not to force it. You know, just go as, as the spirit leads. You know, not to sound spooky, but... If I don't sense a word in my spirit, I don't feel the need to just waste people's time just gisting or just banting. It is important that the words that we speak intentionally, we are intentional about infusing spirit and life, about giving that spirit and life that we have, about giving them in our words and not just talking randomly. So while I can just speak an interesting topic and just, you know, gist about it, it is important that it is a word in season and so now i feel like well not i feel like (laughs) let me not use that word i sense an urgency in my spirit to have this conversation today and i'm so glad that we get we are getting to do this today so i've missed you guys and i hope (laughs) i hope you've missed me too it's so good to be back here after a while i think weeks and months so good to be back here again and to see you guys virtually well Trust you've been good, trust you've been keeping up. Today we'll be talking about capacity, audacious capacity, the capacity of the audacious ones, or whatever the title ends up being. That's the core of what we are discussing today. So let's let's just go right into it. Let's just just see how far God will help us journey today. So I was coming back from work this afternoon, this topic was just in my mind and I was turning it over like, okay, capacity, what does this mean? Yes, I'm familiar with the prayers, we always pray, oh Lord, increase my capacity, oh Lord, give me capacity and all those kind of prayers, capacity to do more. No, we pray it a lot, but I just stopped to think, do we really understand the process of increasing capacity? It's like saying, okay, this container that used to take one kg rice i wanted to start taking five kg right now all it can take is one kg and i want five kg it means i'm either going to tear it apart melt it break it or whatever add more materials to increase its capacity capacity to hold rice if that happens to inanimate objects let's say man-made objects how much more human beings that want to be used by god you know so we are there we are praying that prayer we are are yearning for it but it's important that we see and we yield ourselves to the process that will in turn birth capacity in us 
capacity will not happen overnight. You will not pray yesterday night to have capacity and wake up the next morning and then you have capacity. That's not that's not the way it happens. It's not going to be like that. Most likely, you are going to go through that path of death. You know, that path of dying to come back to life. Say so without death, there's no glory. So that path is the path that will birth capacity in us. So when we are there and we are thinking, I want capacity, I'm praying for it, I'm yearning for it, I'm longing for it. It is important that we also know that what births capacity is not is not just um waking up on money to find all the blessings around, to find that you are you are now able to dispense more on your inside. It's not an impartation of capacity. Even if somebody lays hand on you, you are still going to go through your own processes. Because that's what fine-tunes you. That's what prunes you. That's what makes you that container that can now take more and dispense more. So what really um, struck me today was that that um, realization that what birth capacity is growth. And growth is not a sweet thing. I always say growth, growth is an ugly thing. To grow... It's not easy. It's not easy to grow. Growth spiritually, mentally, emotionally is a process that is a very uncomfortable process. And to choose to not grow is to choose to die. To just choose to be there, stagnant, not producing anything. And stagnant waters think. You know, so if you will be that ever fresh, ever young, ever green, you know, always producing in season, you must yield yourself to growth yield yourself to constant growth reform yourself you know allow the processes each season take its course in your life and that's how capacity to happens you know there is that level of capacity that says i don't take nonsense and there is another level of capacity that says i don't take offense that's something that really struck me today you know we we had a lot of people at some point in our lives we've said, ah, I don't take rubbish or you can't say this to me. This is what somebody can say that I'll take. I can't take this and this and this and this. That's a level of capacity. There's another level that says, you can say all you want. You can talk to me anyhow you like. I am so grounded in the knowledge of God and who God has called me that nothing you say can shift my perspective of myself. So I'm not going to be triggered by what you say. Nothing you say would cause a reaction from me. I'm just going to smile and say, okay, if that's how you see me, you see me as stupid. (laughs) Well, I know I'm not stupid. So there's no need to respond to that. But when we are fighting, we are dragging, we are doing whatever, we are responding in aggression. You know, it's because of our level of capacity. Something in us still resonates with stupidity. So something in us thinks that we are stupid. That's why we are triggered by somebody saying you are stupid. It's something I really realized and I'm like, wow. So even being triggered, those little things is a function of capacity. The fact that you are saying all of this to me and all that rubbish and nonsense and I can't take it does not mean that um, I'm a boss or I'm a big girl. It means that I don't have capacity. I'm at the level of capacity that cannot take this and that probably will revolt. But there's another level that you are saying all of that. It's not stick- It's not as if you are putting a sticker on my body. I know why I am in Christ Jesus. I'm so secure in my identity that you can't rename me. Nothing you say can make me um, see myself differently than God has called me. 
so go ahead go ahead call me anything you want to call me say anything you want to say to me you still cannot shift like i'm so i've looked so much into that mirror like second corinthians 3 18 says you know i've i've beheld so much i have changed so much i have grown so much and i have so much capacity that i only see myself through the eyes of god so no matter what you call me no matter what you say to me i i don't see the need to respond to you because you're not calling me who i am i know who i am and i will only respond to you that way if i still think that i am what you're calling me or some part of me still feels that it is possible that I am stupid or I'm foolish or I'm a nonsense person. Because no matter, no matter how greatly I've placed you in my life, as long as you are not God, if you wake up one morning and you decide to say, oh, you are useless, God has not called me useless. He said I am beautifully and fearfully made. What has the scripture said about me? Most times you are responding because we've never studied, we are not so grounded in the scriptures enough to know what God says about us, but we know what men are saying. So that's where the issues are coming from. We don't know what God has said, what he's saying about us, but we know what men are saying. And we don't even know what the right men are saying. We know what the wrong people are saying, and we are listening to them. That's why we are triggered. That's why we feel the need to respond to them. That's why we feel the need to, you know, lash out and respond a certain way. That's why we can be saying, I don't take nonsense. You know, we can... I remember a man of God I really love and respect so much, Pastor Femi Lazarus. He once mentioned in his message that... If, even if somebody decides to give offense, you can decide not to take it. It's stuck in my mind. And I just remembered again this afternoon that so it is possible to refuse to take offense. I do not take offense. You can decide to give nonsense, you can decide to give offense, but I don't take offense. That's a level of capacity somebody has gotten to. He has died so much, so much to flesh. He has grown so much capacity. Now, what will God not trust that kind of a person with? He knows that if I endow so much power with this person, he will not misuse that power. He will not pour fire down on somebody that calls him stupid. He will not, he will not um, pronounce death on that person. He has now um, grown so much. He has so much capacity and can now um, put himself under control. That's how to put it, you know. The greatest test of um, humility or meekness is that you have so much power you know how much power you have and then instead of trying out your power or showing power you you put yourself under you act like you don't have that power or let me not say you act like you don't have that power in the place where you can showcase it where you have a person to showcase it and and oppress people with it you just you refuse to refuse to show yourself that's that's what meekness really is and that's that's what god will have us be that's the level of capacity where we can be all God wants us to be. Where we can carry all that, all the God-sized dreams. We can birth them at that point. Because at this point, he knows that nobody waking up to call you anything, nobody doing anything will trigger you and then cause you to react or respond in an adverse way that will not give glory to him. So some of the processes that may take you to that place may include you being in an environment where you are exposed to some of these negative things. And it is not because God wants to break you or God does not like you. It sometimes it is because God wants to God wants you to shut out those things. He wants you to learn how to shut them out. And wants you to focus so much on him. Learn how to focus on what he's saying, what he has said, who he is, over what anybody 
can say, what anybody can call. He wants you to be so grounded in him. So when you are exposed to, you are wondering, ah, God, why am I walking here? Why do I know these people? Why am I in this environment? This environment is uncomfortable. I'm exposed to all sorts of things every day. These people don't respect me. These people insult me. This is the kind of place I'm in. I feel like nobody raised me, nobody sends me. They're like, yes. It's, it's not the one organizing that thing. But it's allowing it happen so that, um, it's not the one saying, oh, insult her. But it's allowing it happen so that you can grow in capacity. So growth is not when um, everything is rosy. Growth is not when everything is looking sweet. Growth is not when you feel like, yes, um, more, I'm more blessed. You're feeling good. Sometimes growth is in those days, you are crying those ugly tears. And you're saying, God, why? I don't know what I'm... You're saying, God, I'm dying on this side. I'm breaking. I'm breaking apart. I'm falling apart. And God is saying, I'm here. I can see you. I can see you. I'm here with you. Growth is those periods too. You know, growth is those those times. It is important that we are not one-sided in our idea of growth. We are not thinking, oh, this is what growth is. This is what this is what growth looks like. But we understand that there are so many, so many um ways that God can cause us to grow. There are so many situations He may expose us to at some point. You know, this morning I read one of my favorite scriptures and that's why I've been trying to open my my diary too. I just, it, that reminder, it, it sprung up so much hope in me when I saw that scripture again today, you know. And I'm going to read it out. It says, Psalm 66 verse 12. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. Now, many of us who hang on, you brought us out into a wealthy place. But we will not read the process. The process is that he cost men to ride over their heads. He cost men, this was David. He said, that was cost men to ride over our heads. He cost men to ride over them. What we call, one ride me. Your people say, one ride me. He cost men. He allowed it happen. You know, they went through the dealings. They went through processes before they were brought into the wealthy place. So before you see that wealthy place you've been praying for, in case you are in a season where you are so down, it looks like everything is breaking you, situations around your environment, everything is just getting to you. This is your making process. This is, this is your capacity building process. This is you growing. Say welcome to growth. <laughs> Hug it. Yes, it is looking like, eh? what is this person saying? Hug the processes. Hug it in your tears. You know, I remember when I was serving and and I was at the, at the peak of where I thought that, oh my God, I can't die again. If I can survive this, nothing can happen. You know, I will cry so much, out of so much pain. I will cry to God. And as I'm crying, I'm saying, God, make it stop. I'm also saying, God, I'm, going to, I'm coming back again. Like, continue. Don't stop. I don't know how to explain. It was a two-way thing. I don't like the pain. But I know that you are doing something amazing in me. I like the me you are birthing. I like the me that this version, this, this um, processes, this processes, I like the me, the version of me that I'm seeing coming out of this. So I don't want to, I don't want to out of flesh. I don't want to abort mission. So I'm coming back to say, strengthen me. <laughs> I'm coming back to say, strengthen me to just stay. It is painful. 
it is painful. I'm tired of crying every day, but I'm coming back to say, yes, I've cried today. I've, I've submitted today's dose of tears. Thank God your word says that you have my tears in your bottle. Glory to God. You know, I've come to submit today's dose of tears. And I just want to say, even though I feel like giving up, strengthen me. Don't stop. I remember I once said it. Not more than once. Don't stop, Jesus. What you are doing with me, what you are doing in me. Don't stop the processes. Don't abort any situation you think. Any um, setup you will bring me in that will make me a better person. Don't hesitate. Set me up. I'm available. It was not easy to pray those prayers then. I was not enjoying myself. But I, I, could, I could just see that there is so much that God is doing. I'm trying to read another another um, version of that same scripture. I'm trying to get another version of it. You know. Okay. Now... Amplified version says, You made men, charioteers, ride over our heads in defeat. We went through fire and through water, yet you brought us out into a broad place of abundance to be refreshed. Glory to God. So before you're refreshing, there might be troubling times. There might be tribulations, trials that you pass through. um, That's your own making process, your own furnace, your own, you know, like gold that passes through fire your own trying process that will in, in turn bet capacity in you because that audacious person that is daring to dream that is that is bold to dream and is calling forth great things in god that audacious person that audacious person that you are becoming must also sustain capacity to birth those dreams how you now sustain that capacity how you birth that capacity that version of you it's through these processes. These processes, men riding over your head sometimes, you know. <laughs> it is where God puts in some, some set leaders over you. So you may have people that are like an authority over you. That you are wondering, what's going on? What kind of leader is this? How is God allowing this happen to me? So you are wondering, God, are you not seeing what's going on? How are you watching this happen to me? And then God is saying, I'm seeing it. I cannot stop it. In fact, I am letting it happen so that you may grow, so that you may become... Um, is a response to your prayer. You prayed for this, my daughter. You prayed for this, my son. And this is a response to that prayer. This is a response. This is a response. You know? This, another, in fact, this TPT version is just a, a whole different thing. He's saying, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We've passed through fire and flood. Yet, in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before. Glory to God. I love this version. I love this version so much. It says, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. In their mind, okay, we won, we won. So that person that insulted you, I won. She didn't even say anything. I told her that she was stupid. I called her mad. She was just looking, when will be all day? You know, that's what you're People say, and that's what's paining you. You don't want them to say, Oh, we'll be your day. Please say it, more we'll be your day. I'm becoming a better person. That's what God wants me to do. He wants me to go as sheep to the slaughter because I'm looking at my shepherd, and the shepherd is saying, Shut up, don't say anything, don't respond. I'm the one talking to you. You're not supposed to hear the voice of a stranger, so the stranger is calling you stupid. You're not supposed to hear that. 
you know, he said you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. So they are thinking they won that battle, they won the war in their minds. Say we've passed through fire and flood, yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before. And this is my word to somebody. No matter what you're going through now, resist the order to abort the process. Do not abort the process. That audacity, be audacious enough to stay in the fire. You know, we say dare to dream, be audacious, be audacious. You're saying that, and it's not just in calling big things, calling big money, saying all of that. It is also in daring to stay in that season, daring to stand the test of your of your face. What is this season saying? Daring to pay the price of your face. That is what audacity is too. So as I say, 2021 is the year of audacity. 2021, yes, is the year that we dare to sit there. We say, though he slay me, yet will I praise him. If this is what God wants to do with me, I will stay here. 2021 is that year. That is the level of audacity we are giving out. That is how we are daring. To see, we are daring to build capacity. The capacity of the audacious ones. We are so audacious. We think, yes, I know I need capacity for that future I see. So if this, if this is the death, I must die to have that capacity. Then I choose this. Because there, if there's no death, there's no glory. If there's no death, there's no glory. If that one which does not fall to the ground and die, it will abide alone. It cannot multiply. And I don't want to die alone. I want to leave a legacy. So I know I have to die first and then come back plenty. I have to sow flesh to reap glory. So everything that is gratifying my flesh now, that is looking like um, they are going through uncomfortable seasons, let them go through it. I'm not going to die. <laughs> it's flesh that will die. I'm not going to die. It's a version of me, Pro Max, that's going to be birthed. A better version, a more usable version, a more malleable version, a more shaped up version that God can use and take to the ends of the earth. And God can beat his chest and say, this is my daughter and woman. I'm well pleased listen to her this is my son in whom i'm well pleased listen to him you know it is when we have yielded ourselves to those seasons it is when we have given ourselves to our processes it is when we have we have said see this is me god i know it doesn't feel good right now but i trust you when i trust you i don't need to understand just like new wine has said you know and that new wine song really really um it encapsulates it it paints the pictures that take me to that threshing floor step on me do me as you like god even if it's that you place a leader over me that will make life uncomfortable for a season as long as it is you that has ordained it i believe in you i trust in you i trust in your process so i don't know who needs to hear this right now but trust the process trust god trust god that the version of you that will come out after this season is a better version so much capacity is about to be birthed in you. Do not abort that process. Do not. Because the sufferings of this present season are not worthy. Do you know what that sentence? They are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in you. So stay. Stay. Stay there in your tears. Stay. Yes. I'm not saying it is easy. Oh my God. It may sound like. I may be sounding like it is easy, but this message I'm sharing for you is for me too right now. I can't even tell the stories of this season. I can't tell them right now without, without so much tears, without breaking down. I can't. That's one of the reasons I've even stayed away from recording podcasts for a while. Because I can't tell the stories of now. And I can't bring myself to be 
sharing stories um, while I'm emotionally detached. So until God brought this word, which I know is in season for me and for many other people, I just had to stay away. So I can relate. Why everything is burning you, everywhere is uncomfortable, you just want to jump out of the fire, it is burning you. You feel like you are drowning, but stay. Tell your flesh, you will die, but I will remain. Glory to God. This sounds like a sermon right now. <laughs> I just came here to just share that brief word with somebody. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you have been helped. I hope that this has helped you. you know, but always remember that there's a level of capacity that says, I do not take nonsense. And there is a level of capacity that says, I do not take offense. So while offenses are flying up and down this season, choose to not take offense. Let the nonsense come. Choose not to take it. I'm not going to take it. I'm not personalizing it. This is not for me. This is what God has called me. This is what God has said about me. So even if my environment is saying otherwise, I choose to stay on what God has said and I respond to that word. I don't react to my environment. I don't react to what someone else has said. I respond to the word of God. That is our experience this season. That's what I'm urging you to do. That's what I'm also learning to do this season. That's what I'm urging you to do. I'm encouraging you to do. I love you so much. I love you so much. Until next time, stay blessed. See you in the next episode. Bye.